This stuff will kill you. You can tell the title. Here's another movie that was fun to shoot. Now, way, way back in what I laughingly call my career, I had been a director at a TV station, WKY, in Oklahoma City. One of the people I had worked with started his own radio station with a huge studio that didn't make a lot of sense for all he had was country and western music. He asked me if I had any plans for a movie we might shoot in his studio. Why not? He handled most of the local casting and uh, he would get me a price that made a lot of sense. People in Oklahoma City are not like the people in Los Angeles or Chicago or, or Miami or New York City when it comes to movie making. At least they weren't then. And they were thrilled to be involved in it, which is another help too. Now I brought to the cast a fellow named Talkie Blank. Really his real first name was Talkius Blank. We called him Talkie Blank. He played the mayor, for example, in 2000 Maniacs, and was in a number of other of my movies. You remember an actor named Tim Holt? If you remember the movie Treasure of Sierra Madre with Humphrey Bogart and Walter Houston, Tim Holt was a young actor then who played the part of the youngster in the group. We came across Tim Holt in Oklahoma City selling time for this radio station. How the Mighty Had Fallen. Of course he had to be in this movie. And I guess this was the last appearance Tim Holt ever made on film. He is in This Stuff Will Kill You. Let us once again make clear that which most do not seem to understand. This podcast is marked as explicit not because it offers a mature look into the world of topics not meant for the young or immature, but because it mucks about in very appalling, gormless, and tasteless filth whilst reveling in it. Cinebus aims to drag you down into the very same muck filled with sexual deviancy and decayed morality. Cinebus such filth while discussing the most base and animalistic urges, reviewing the lowest common denominator of low-grade trash ever considered film. When you look at the state of the world around you and you realize how little time you have left to be happy, do you really want to waste that time you have left listening to Cinema 
to the 414th consecutive week we have released Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court, the guy that's going to keep adding qualifiers to make the statements that he makes about this show true, and perplexed on how all of that works out is my co-host, Matt! I'm not into math. So I, I don't care. <laughs> I posted a little meme in your honor over the group this weekend. I don't know if you noticed it or not. I did tag you with it. Did you notice it? I haven't gotten a chance yet. I'll have to check it out. Ah, well, I can spoil it for you. It's a meme that says, okay. I have a lot of problems. And since math is one of them, I don't know how many there are or something along those lines. <laughs> I, I like it. you as the math sci- math psyop story. That's awesome. All right. Good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you know, figure and I would uh, help you represent a little bit in the group when I could. Yeah. <laughs> nice so, love it g- good news matt we have one more week of us uh doing this and uh we're gonna have only one more week of actual herschel gordon lewis coverage the next time you and i record my friend we're recording for year nine as well in conjunction god damn look at us go holy shit yeah so i should probably like uh maybe wet people's appetites on what we're gonna be doing with year nine like uh what yeah. the, the start of year nine is gonna be what do you think yeah i think so i mean we let t- them know we talked about it, so we might as well just tell everybody yeah. the Boz tribute thing that I've been holding off for has been, that's how we're going to start your nine. We're going to start off with the Boz tribute. I'm doing six reviews in six episodes of six films that Boz loved. Ah, oh, that's nice. Yes. Or, uh, or things that Boz. Boz, the things that Boz loved and stuff that he and I actually talked about. And I was actually considering going like whole hog crazy about it and including clips of him and I talking about things from recordings as to some of the reasons why I chose the stuff that I chose. But then I thought that might be going a bit too far and is a bit exploitative of just bringing up clips of him talking. And it's mm. kind of, um, 
daytime television version of paying tribute. You know what I mean? Like it's not yeah. a do- it's not a documentary. We're just going to be doing movie reviews and picking music that he loves and all of that kind of stuff. And because of that, yeah, uh, the boss tribute, as I mentioned it before, that we were going to be doing something that I said we would not do on this show just because it fits in for the tribute for boss. So <laughs> Matt's, there you go. Matt's going to kind of get his way, and we're going to cover something that I said we weren't going to cover. Oh, what are we covering? What are we doing? I'm just going to leave that tease in for year nine. That's all. That's all we're going to uh, do. All right, all right, I'll, I'll maybe I'll tell you privately, but we'll we'll okay. kind of say yeah, we'll say we'll say. Uh-huh. I guess no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're going to know as soon as the schedule gets printed up for next year. Anyway, you're going to know. Yeah, that too. Yeah, it's just going to be. Can you pretend like you don't know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, I could actually do that pretty well because I don't know a lot. Yeah, so this <laughs> recording that we're going to be doing um, currently, where we're recording this stuff will kill you, and then the following week is the Gorgor Girls, and we're out of the box set proper. Yeah, all right. Gorgor Girls is the last film that Herschel Gordon Lewis made um, until pretty much the 20 aughts, and then he made one more, and that was it. Hmm, Isn't nice. that nice? That's nuts, right? <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah, but uh, this is the next to the last This Stuff Will Kill You, which uh, is essentially, hey, y'all seen Moonshine Mountain? What if there yeah. was a serial killer there so what if yeah. what if blood feast and moonshine mountain essentially just had a baby and that's this stuff will kill you yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> And it's just as terrible as you might imagine. Okay, so that's the review for this week, right? Yeah, we're done. All right. Okay, cool, man. Let's pack it up, man. It's Miller time. All right, so uh, we'll see you guys all next week. And yeah, uh, story time one. or no, yeah, no, no, we'll, no, go. we'll just yeah, it's fine. Yeah, we're good. You know what? All right, I'll do the. You know what? I watched this fucking thing. I might as well. Yeah, we both watched it, and I already picked out the music, and I shortened all your clips up and cleaned up the noise as best I could. I mean, we already put in the work. Actually, talking about it's not going to be that long. All right, so let's just we'll we'll just get into it. So uh, this week, because it's dealing heavily with moonshine and all things about doing bad choices and making people do things while drunk and getting them drunk Mm -hmm. and blah 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 blah. uh, It's all songs about being drunk, lonesome, or drunk in general, or being an alcoholic deciding you're not going to drink anymore, uh, leaving if someone else doesn't start drinking. It all revolves around drinking and the way that it ruins lives with the Pirate Radio edit this week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Up first is Drunk and Lonesome, and in parentheses like they often do in country songs, the word again by the Southern Culture on the Skids for the Pirate Radio edit right after this. This will keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You call me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing... All the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, 
just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really. You can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon. And for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. Southern culture on the skids with drunk and lonesome again, proving once again why I love Southern culture on the skids and also <laughs> why drinking can lead to many numerous problems in your life. It really can, and it's it's never really all that fun. <laughs> stay, stay sober, kids. <laughs> As evidenced in this stuff will kill you, which we should probably get started talking about. All right. Well, the first twenty minutes we open up with uh, a nice little. Uh, muscle car and it's riding and the guy's delivering a uh, shine so then we get into a church scene there's dialogue and this is our first of our many super long clips i did trim it down a little bit folks but it's still really long sorry here we go Used to cost a 
right gut, too. Now, ain't anybody curled up and died for my mash, right, folks? Right. We got the best whiskey in the counter, right? right. All you god fearing folks gonna stick by the one and only whiskey I done authorized, right? Oh, hey. Now, folks, we are celebrating today. Yeah. Zachariah, Sims, and May Ellen Porter are gonna marry up with each other. What the good book says. The good book says right there in Deuteronomy, she says, and I'm a quote, if a man meets a virgin who is not betrothed, and he seizes her, and he lays with her. I mean lies with her. It's all the same does preach. Direct from the book. And lies with her, and they are found. Then the man who lay with her shall give the father of the young woman 50 shekels of silver. Now that's what it says, all right. Now, mind you, I ain't a saying that Zeke done sage Mary Ellen. No, sir, Peter Boone. We done seized each other. Now, Zeke, you listen good, because we're coming to the tight part of this here ceremony. 
Whole, whole day, he done say, I will not punish your daughters when they play the harlot, nor your brides when they commit adultery. And I'll tell you something else he says in the good book. Why, it says right down here in Romans, in Romans it says, and I'm pointing to it with my finger right here to the very word, he who loves his neighbor has fulfilled the law. Friends, I just ain't a whistle Dixie when I tell you we got ourselves a situation right here. And we got us a young lady right here who's just as pretty as any of them pictures on the calendars down there at the barbershop. Yes, you read. And old Zeke here, he's going to take her off the market. Been a long time since we had us a real old time. Isaiah Wedding. Mary Ellen, Isaiah don't say it. If you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Isaiah don't say it. Ah, I'm he who blocked out your transgression, and I will not remember your sins. Mary Ellen, you done sinned already, and I got me a feeling that before you're done, you're going to sin some more. You want forgiveness or don't you? You want forgiveness or don't you? You want forgiveness or don't you? Oh, I want forgiveness, Preacher Boone. You want forgiveness? You better start right now. This wedding ceremony is underway. Now, Zeke, I want you to remember what the good book says. It says, be fruitful and multiply. Now, I know you've been fruitful. And for all I know, you've been a multiplier. <laughs> <laughs> now, in Ephesians, it says, anything that becomes visible is life. That's right, folks. Anything that is visible is life. <laughs> now, Zeke, you've got to make this gal visible so he can say so we can redeem our ever-loving soul. He's got all day. Hey, Ellen, you want to get hitched? You better let him show your life. Now we got a meeting of the elders coming up. And if you ain't married today, you're going to live your life and sing. Corinthians does say it. It is better to marry than to be aflame with passion. Now you ain't getting married. I want every man here who's aflame with passion to raise his hand. Now, you stay inside there, Zeke. You're going to have her for the rest of your life. Now, Bo, you got the hottest flame of all. I reckon you're first. Now, you other boys of them flames, you just get your passion in line there. Now, Zeke, as soon as you're done there, I'm pronouncing you man at once. And from now on, what you do is your own business. But what the Lord has put together, let no man take apart. As soon as we get the right couple put together. Now, folks, let's end this wedding ceremony with a wedding song. Come on now, let's all sing. Here comes the bride. Here comes the bride. What the flying fuck just and fucking happened? And they pretty much gang raped the bride. Right? I mean, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, it already starts off being a really shitty movie. That is basically what happened, right? He's like, okay, everybody knows yeah. that you guys had sex, you owe money, and all of uh, God you owe, you owe the dad money, and before you can get married, uh, the five guys who are the most horniest get to fuck her, and everyone will watch. And right. she's pretty much gang raped, because she is not a particular fan of what's happening. That was really fucked up, and it's really hard to get yeah. past it. It's like, it really is. Like, yeah. you, you can't really enjoy anything else having to do with anything else in this film after that. It just is... Nope. 
it's just shock for the sake of shock. Sticks in your craw and everything sucks. Yeah, it does pretty much ruin your enjoyment of the rest of the film. I do agree with you yeah. there. And not that there was much enjoyment to be had with this film, but yeah, it definitely ruined it. Yeah, whatever was there, we have so much ill will already started from this. Yeah. Like, this is not the way to start off your film to like win an audience over, that's for sure. No, no, I, I, I don't know how people can go, you know, this movie, what it really needs. Oh, good God almighty. Jesus. Uh, anyway, so then after all that, the preacher gets to this council meeting he's supposed to have. And of course, there's dialogue. So that's our next clip. Let's get this thing the meeting started. It's been a long day. <laughs> Not as long as it has been for Sam's daughter. <laughs> she done took on five boys and the sun ain't even set yet. <laughs> Getting. <laughs> I even heard her say she might tell the sheriff about all of us. You reckon she'd do that, Reverend? I reckon she could. But I reckon she won't. Or the Lord will strike you down now. Ain't that right, Sam? That's right, preacher. She ain't gonna say nothing about nobody. No, sir. Let's get down to business. According to the records here, last month we took in uh, $2,200. <laughs> That's not bad, considering all the money we've been losing. You know, them town folks is still buying their stuff from the, from the store. Easy, let's get that town store closed down, It's not the best thinking, Sam. While we close that store down, why? There's going to be a lot of talk. There'll be a new store for you, know it. Damn town people, they don't know any better. Here, our stuff is better than the store boy, little right? <laughs> 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 no, taste better than the taste of what light That reminds me. <laughs> now, Elsie, I'll tell you what you do. You hand out that mailboard there, now, will you? Make it sure it's all even, because I don't want nobody to get mad. How about my share? Well, I got your share. I'm going to give it to you. Now, go on. Hand out that money, here. <laughs> now, Sam, I'll watch your file for you. Go out there and get that stuff ready for the boys, here. Not only is his daughter gang raped, then you have to deal with some little bastard who's like, yeah, and he gets to laugh about it. Yeah, that was fucking, fucking gross. gross. <laughs> Just real fucking gross. Yeah. Not not enjoyable in the least. And yeah. uh get fucked movie. <laughs> yeah, I got no uh no counter statement to any of that. That's all 100% just uh where we're at. Um this yep. this movie has no goodwill build up at all and all these people are awful and uh, hard to watch. Yeah, it's uh it's some uh, it's some gross stuff out there. It's next level so, fucking gross, yeah. Yeah. So the dad gets all these supplies together for another uh, run. The rest of the guys, they all after they get everything loaded up, they get to step in so that they can uh, distribute their product. Um, and I'm uh, and then the preacher, however, stays behind with that uh, lady who he was talking to, and uh, she wants a mink, and it's pretty much just alluded that he's getting ready to boner so that she can get the money. So, yeah, yay, I guess. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, there's nothing else to add to any of that. No, it's it's all just terrible. So, uh, and, okay, and that's the end of that 20 minutes. So there's the 
the opening 20 minutes. Yeah, and literally, there is nothing to add to any of that. It's just no. gross for the sake of gross, um, exploitation for the sake of exploitation, and it's all basically the missteps of Herschel Gordon Lewis's career rolled into one film. All the bad choices that he ever makes in all the other films that he's ever made are all just on display right here in the first 20 minutes of just this film. And yeah, uh, yeah it uh, it never gets, you never get over this. This first 20 minutes, no. you never really forgive it for. No, no, it's it clouds the movie nothing's good about it and it nothing ever gets good again so uh <laughs> we can move on i'm good yeah all right uh so anyway the preacher pulls up to the liquor store and that is our next clip what about the case of beer? i'll come back for it don't seem right for a young fellow like you to be in this place of sin now wait a minute mr boone mr reverend boone what are you trying to do insult the cloth in this place of sin buddy you better get over here uh, what's the problem here mr boone now, I just told your partner, it's not Mr. It's Reverend! Yeah, well, according to the church council, it's Mr. But okay, if you want to be called Reverend, it's Reverend. Look, uh, Reverend, we don't want any trouble from you. We're operating inside the law, and there's no reason for you to be bothering us. Inside the law? What about the Lord's law? Isaiah doesn't say they have through wine and through strong drink. Now, this here is strong drink, ain't it? Well, then you done erred. Now, in Isaiah also says that they're swallowed up a wine and they're out of the way through strong drink and they are through vision and they stumble through judgment and the tables are covered with filth and wickedness and there's no place clean. Now, you just... Think about that, boys. Just, just think about that. Give me the police. So, you see, he's not even a real reverend. And, uh, and he's using all of this just to, uh, well, he's doing, what he's doing right now is he's just trying to put the competitors out of business without them shutting down. So he's just making people nervous about going in there so that, you know, he can have all the, you know, all the business for himself. Yep, he's a real piece of shit. Yeah, he's a... Oh, just the fucking worst. <laughs> yep. So okay, we cut to a hoot nanny, and you can tell because there's just a there's a there's a whole lot of hoot for just a little bit of nanny going on around here. Uh, I think there so, was more nanny than hooting, but we can uh, agree to disagree on that. There you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, after uh, some dancing, uh, they uh, they have a drawing for a case of moonshine, and the guy wins. But then all of a sudden, a couple suits comes walking in. And that's our next clip. I reckon you hold it. These strangers here must want to drink pretty bad. <laughs> Why, you put them shooting irons away. We're going to give you a drink. <laughs> Why, old leave it, he can say it. Lots of... Special agent, secret service. Now, you're here, and we know who you are. So can't be said anything pretty secret now, can it, folks? Special agent Marshall, secret service would like to know us.
Wrath doesn't kill the foolish man. Now, you sure don't look foolish, but we're going to find out. You know how? How? Well, if you wind up dead tonight, that's sure in hell a sign that you've done being foolish, right? <laughs> We're taking that moonshine, mister. You're no preacher, and if that costs her, so's Jim Bean. <laughs> now, old Proverbs doesn't say that the way of the foolish man may look right to him. And Ecclesiastes doesn't say there's a time to be born. And if you take one more step to old Glenn there, there's sure as hell gonna be a time to die. Now, I'll tell you what, friend. We're right here in the house of the Lord with them thousand tarmacks. And they think that this here is is what And we know it's cough medicine sent to old Glenn here from the Lord above like manna from heaven, right? Yeah. Yeah. These here secretly playing bad man. They're just misguided. <laughs> now we gotta show them some hospitality. You know, leave it as Love thy neighbor as thyself. Now we gotta show them a little love. Now my dear says, show them boys a little love. <laughs> Come on. 
We got hospitality in Africa. We got plenty. <laughs>
the meat gonna inherit the earth. That ain't always gonna inherit tonight, preacher. <laughs> All right, let's get this boy in the auto seat. Yeah, let's get going. What the flying fuck? Now they're going to drug these guys with moonshine and basically have these ladies rape them and then take photos of it to blackmail them. Exactly. You you have covered the whole deal. Congratulations. What the fucking fuck? Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> it's it's not good. Yeah, if it were trying to come back to from where it was, it's, it's done. That's it. That's yeah. not going to do that from here. No. Not possible. So... Then uh, the party continues and we see young Mary Ellen sneaks out. And as she's just kind of walking out in the dark area and all that, uh, something particularly bad happens and she is stoned to death. So not only didn't just like a day ago, she was gang raped. Now she is stoned to death. Yeah, so, that's, that's pretty accurate. Um, I'm saving what I have to say for the 20 minute mark that we're about to hit. So, yeah. It's so, fucked. I'm uh, not saying it's not fucked. I just if I yeah. talk if I talk so, about it here, it's a waste of time. But, yeah. Because I won't have anything to talk about at the 20 minute mark. So uh and then it was time to then they're running some more shine, and that is our next clip. All loaded, preacher. Fifty jugs. All safe and secure. Don't worry now, preacher. As long as you and the Lord are watching over us, we're always gonna be safe. Amen, brother. Amen. Not with the surname driving. He ain't such a he's a he ain't such a good driver. Well, get him over here. And, and where's Sam? What's the matter, Roscoe? You reckon I'm gonna put it in the gas tank? No, <laughs> no it's just this, Turner. Your eyes ain't been too good lately, and and I'm afraid them federal boys they they ain't gonna cooperate the way they should. Now you promise me, if they get on your tail, you dump that stuff in. Get on out of there, here. You ain't been saying too good lately. Oh, come on, Roscoe. Who's a better driver than I am? I can name a few, like a blind woman or youngin'. I've been driving since before you was born, Bubba. When was that, anyway? Last week? <laughs> Don't worry, folks. I ain't gonna spill a drop. <laughs> I remember that, Turnabout. I'd rather spill a lightning. In your blood. Roscoe, ain't nothing gonna happen. I made that run a hundred times. Now, you promise now. Okay, okay, I promise. You promise? I promise. All right. Remember what the good books say, though. A verbal promise ain't worth the paper it's read on. <laughs> hit her with 20 stones the size of your fist up in there an inch. Oh, Sam, he won't let nobody touch nothing till you get there. Well, I better get there before somebody loses himself in grief and, and, and calls the law. And, of course, I, I want to help old Zeke and Sam, too. Old Job says that wrath killeth the foolish man. 
Well, I reckon this time he done kill himself a foolish woman too. Let's get on over there. Um, so, and that is uh, the end of that 20 minutes, by the way. Okay, so before we get back into it, did you recognize one of the con men's uh, somewhat dim-witted henchmen? Did you recognize the actor? Uh-uh. No? The guy from uh, L.A. Law, Benny? Uh, yeah, is that, was that him? Yeah, the actor I, I mean, Larry Drake. I thought it looked like him, but I didn't know if it was him. Yeah, who would uh, go on to play another character named Bubba, who was a redneck with uh, mental development issues in Dark Knight of the Scarecrow. And then when he played Benny as well, he's kind of typecast as this kind of person. Although we've also seen him as Durant in Darkman. He was a really badass evil motherfucker as Durant. Yeah, yeah, cut people's fingers off with the cigar cutter. Yeah, and uh, he was also a really underseen slasher uh, character named Dr. Giggles. Yeah, Dr. Giggles. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that was Larry Drake, everybody. That was his career, and this is the second thing that he was in. Uh, he was in something else just before this film, but this is like his second acting role. And uh, he's definitely just acting circles around everybody else, but that's not saying much for a Herschel Gordon-Lewis film, and I never thought I'd see Larry Drake in one, but here we are. Yeah, that's uh, that was insane. Next thing to talk about, uh, the stoning scene that they did with the girl goes really far, and uh, he really takes his time for the gore and everything like that, but at the same time, uh, it's kind of done haphazardly, and it's kind of clear that it's just kind of like little foam blocks and the girl's overreacting to it, and so it kind of takes away from the effect of it, but the implication yeah. is still awful, and it goes on for too long, so you're both both pissed off at how long it goes and bored and at the same time offended and disgusted by the implication of what is happening to this poor woman so you get disgusted with yourself for just wishing it was fucking over and then you mm -hmm. just wish it was fucking over just to wish it was fucking over because it just goes on too long like yeah that's uh Oh, I mean yeah and it, it, it and then again gang raped and then what a night later stoned to death so th this character had a lot going for her. it was really nice <laughs> I mean, it's fucking a snuff film at this point. No, a snuff film is actual murder on screen. This is still very, very much fake, and it's very obviously fake, to yeah, say the least. At least there's that. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I guess. <laughs> No, the, the implications are awful. It's really hard to get into this film in any way, shape, or form. And it's just exploitation for the sake of shock and, you know, disgust. And uh, it's exploitative in the max. And this is definitely the hillbilly horror kind of exploitation where they're really trying to make these people seem like they're fucking awful. That's yeah. pretty much it. Let's move on. <laughs> All right. The next one, he starts, uh, Zeke, he's running his shine, uh, that annoying little fuck in the law season. They have a chase scene. And as he chases, that dumb hillbilly crashes and dies. So good riddance, cheap fucker. Bye-bye. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't like him, so I'm glad he's dead. Um, <laughs> his stupid laugh, maybe. I'm like, how did nobody in that group just kill him right away? I don't know. Um, <laughs> or at least offer to get his throat operated on so he didn't sound like that. Yeah, no, no, just kill him. I mean, it's fine. When you start making fun of a guy uh, for his daughter getting gang raped, it's time to die. <laughs> well, there's that. Uh, I meant they didn't get it fixed before that even happened. Yeah. So anyway, um, then we cut to the funeral, and they are burying both the bodies together, Barry Allen and Zeke. Uh, because, you know, the mayor, he's like, no one will want anyone to know that, you know, we wouldn't want the cops up here. 
and the preacher gives an I almost made it a clip, but I'm like, I have so many long clips already. I'm fucking not doing this. And he's just as like, oh, why are these? Why are they dead? Oh, it's so sad. Yeah, there's so uh, many misquoted Bible verses and word salads mixed together that uh, this movie was almost triggering for me in a lot of ways where like just listening to a preacher try to work up a fervor to manipulate people to do what they wanted him to do by misquoting and mishandling quotes from various books of the Bible um, just yeah. to manipulate people. It was too much for me at this point. I don't blame you. Uh, oh, anyway, we cut to a man shows up to meet the uh, the preacher, and that is our next clip. Are you looking for somebody? Yes, Mr. Boone, I am. I'm looking for you. Well, I reckon you dang well follow me. Mr. Reverend Boone, if you don't mind, Reverend Tyler. That's just the point, isn't it? Just before the demise of your predecessor here at this congregation, we at the church council called on Mr. Sarbell's trying to persuade him to stop this this defilement of the cloth. Really, Mr. Boone, Sarbell was no reverend any more than you are. You think the word depends upon the reverend that are appointed by the other reverend? Why, I, I bet I can manage quotes within you or any member of your church council. Why, what do you reckon old John would say about you? I reckon he'd say, almost, almost thou hast persuaded me to be a Christian. <laughs> Ain't that funny? <laughs> Mr. Boone, I'm not here to argue scripture with you. I'm here to plead with you to, to do whatever you wish. But do not do it in the guise of the clergy. The old Romans say, if God be first, who can be against us? I think you're just trying to break up this here congregation. In all honesty, I wish I could. Unfortunately, I'm not asking for miracles. Old Philippians done say, work out thy own salvation. You know, I think that might be a good idea for both. And Amos done say, can two walk together, set may be agreed. Mr. Boone. Let me leave you with this additional quotation. It's from Habakkuk. The Lord is in his holy temple. Let all the earth keep silence before him. Now that quotation don't be all hell. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyway, um, then we have another uh, dance and a whole bunch of hoot nanny. And what will you know? It's our next really long clip. We got a very important guest here with us tonight, and we want him to know that we love his daddy just as much as he did. Now, folks, Peter O'Connor Thomas here, son of son. Now, Carter, this is yours. Now, folks, we're mighty happy to have Carter and his little lady with us here tonight. Ain't that right, folks? Now, Carter, I don't want to talk to you into anything. I don't want to talk to you out of anything. But we'd be mighty proud to have you take your daddy's place in our business. Right, folks? Yeah. Why, old Turnip, he done told me a, a whole bunch of times. He says, the day I retire, that's the day that I'd like to have old Carter take my place in the business. Now, he done said that, didn't he, folks? Yeah. Yeah. I know my, my daddy thought a great deal of y'all, but I told him this business just isn't for me. Call me, call me, uh, Reverend Boone. It's just a little more business-like. Excuse me, Reverend, but Cardinal already told you that he 
is not interested going back to college. Well, Lily, I see you done got your claws into them already. Now, Matthew done say it. Oh, come on. Matthew done say it. Of what man is there of you? With his son out bread, will you give him a stone? Oh, <laughs> 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 
Jesus fucking Christ. Yep. So it takes two girls away just to go ahead and be assaulted. So, ugh. <laughs> yeah, just in case you were, I don't know, not getting enough rape in the movie, they imply even more. Well, then it gets worse because the dude makes out with the blonde one. The blonde one then all of a sudden is like, oh, my God, this must be really nice. And she starts making out just fine. It's the other one who's kind of like the one who, you know, is, is way more pissed about having to be there. She gets dragged away. And you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, everything we about just this fucking is not. Yeah, yeah, everything. And that's the end. And the party continues. And that's the end of that 20 minutes before we go into the final 30. All right. So does anybody actually think this is a religion or are they just a bunch of awful people operating under the guise of being a religion? I think others think it's a religion there. And I think the preacher's the one who's because he's not even really a reverend. And I think he just uses it as a cover to distill uh, the moonshine and have a group of people who will insulate him from the law. That's what I think. Yeah, but all right. So there was another guy that was doing the same thing. There was his partner that they were making distillery. But Mm -hmm. the the religion thing, like if you're trying to like be on the down low, why instigate a gang rape as part of your ceremonies? You know what I mean? Well, no one said they were smart. Yeah. Well, this guy clearly is not. Yeah. You know, like the other guy that was in charge. So we got like kind of a Hamlet situation is what I'm getting at here, right? Yeah. Like a little bit of what they're trying to do. It's like Hamlet with a still and then like a whole shitload more rave than what Hamlet even had. (laughs) Is what's going on with this movie. Only like way less clever than I'm giving it credit for by comparing it to Hamlet. But yeah, right. The partner that was in charge is dead. And now this preacher guy is the new preacher because he said he wanted him to take over. The son came back to collect the check but knows something is fucking up people are dying left and right and or just disappearing because this guy keeps covering it up and all of this stuff is going to come and back the to law us. is constantly around now so yeah and he's trying to blackmail his way out of it by forcibly drugging and raping federal officers and taking photos to have proof of it <laughs> yeah yeah i mean when you put it like that you make him sound real evil court Really? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, there's a whole bunch of awful, awful fucking Sicario bullshit going on with this distillery. Yeah. yeah you and your you and your gotcha media. <laughs> Me just stating things as a matter of what we are seeing on screen. Yes, this is what is happening. Yeah. Let's move uh, on. Oh, yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, anywho. Because this is all horrible. All right. The final 30. So that blonde is, she's laying there uh, in the grass. And now she's all like, hey, Bo, where you at? Because she wants to to get more with him. So uh, she's just waiting for him. Then a shadowy figure comes over. And uh-oh, she gets scared. And then we cut to the next day. And the group finds both girls crucified. The preacher says to get them down and that there's a devil among us. But they got to get them down before they can, uh, you know, do, you know, before the cops come and see what's happening. Um, so uh, that that's all fucked up. <laughs> yep. And uh the guy who is taking what they want to take over the business, he's laying there talking. He's laying there with his girlfriend, and they start talking in our next clip. Thinking of Reverend Boone and that moonshine gel on him. Well, what do you want me to do? I looked all over today. I'm too old to mow lawn. I don't know enough to be a mechanic. If I'm going back to school in the fall, I gotta do something now. But Daddy's already said you could have a job, Carter. 
Oh, stop it, Lynn. Your father can't stand it. That's not so. Daddy, well, he just knew what your father was doing, and he thought it was wrong, that's all. Carter's going to get married. I don't want you doing the same thing for the summer. Besides, Daddy's already said you could have a job on his construction crew for the whole summer if you wanted it. I'm so desperate I'd even work for him. Thanks a lot, Carter. All I mean is, I'm glad I'm marrying you and not him. Love me, love my dog. So he's strongly considering going back because he needs to be able to pay for school. But then we cut to the Reverend. He goes back to the liquor store, gives the guys more shit. Then we cut back to a guy at his uh, work site. The guy's at his work site now doing that construction work. He's adding up the totals in his in his kind of his budget. And even working for father's construction, he won't get enough money to pay for school. So that's uh, that's sad. Uh, <laughs> that's everybody's story these days. Yeah, right. News, Christ. Uh, although you know his uh, dollar amounts were quite a amount lower than what usually everyone else has to deal with now. True. Uh, all right. So after uh, after a sermon, the guy goes and he talks to the reverend and he takes the job. So we see him. He's running shine and he's getting paid and you know he's just going about his business. Then we get back to the liquor store, and that's our next clip. This is completely legal. You guarantee it? I guarantee it. As a matter of fact, the government guarantees it. See? All you have to do is put your name in there. Well, we can return it either way on sale, right, Mr. Jamerson? Of course. Missing the point here. The government and we at Hard Grade Distilling are working in cooperation. Let's put it this way. Suppose you had your choice of drinking unaged moonshine at $3 a bottle or unaged whiskey at 2 no contest. I'd buy that for two fifty. But is it the same stuff? Better, filtered, so that you have no iron filings and no bits of mash in the bottom. It's strong, same stuff as your fellow Boone makes. It's guaranteed to taste the same all the time, and it's cheaper. Who'd pay more for illegal white lightning when he can get it legally and not have to worry about going to jail? Point is, gentlemen, the government can't hope to close down every illegal still in this part of the country, but we can make it unprofitable. And if we make it unprofitable enough, they'll go out of business. Yeah, but what happens to us when Boone finds out we're selling that stuff? What happens when he comes in here and starts busting things up? Yeah. If that happens, I'd suggest that uh, you swear out a warrant for his arrest. Mr. Clark, you don't know Mr. I mean, Reverend Boone. Well, yes, I do. What the hell? Let's give it a shot, buddy. Any damage we can do to that Bible fountain maniacs all for the good. Yes. You're right. Love that white lightning. All right, we need to talk about this for a quick minute. Uh, this is the invention of Everclear. This is where Everclear yeah. came from. Um, it was exactly this as to why some types of uh, straight up just hard alcohol of up to under 200 proof, right? Like Everclear mm -hmm. is 200 proof, right? Yeah. It's like 200 and under is something fun. like it's, or it might be like 190. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's 200. It's pretty right. awful. Everclear is, but it's that's what Everclear is, is just essentially moonshine made as cleanly and as regulated as possible. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. Uh, it's the white lightning. So then we see the guys putting posters up for this new white light, white lightning. Then we cut to another hoot nanny and the reverend sees a guy drinking one of the new stuff and he starts freaking out. And Carter stops him and says, no, you're fine. Everything's going to be fine. He's like, I have a plan. Uh, and so, uh, and then when he's talking to him, like, I have a plan, then his lady friend comes up and she's like, so you are doing this again. I knew it. And she leaves him. 
Uh, so then we get back to the liquor store, and that is our next clip. Go on, use your telephone, boy. I hope you're calling your lawyer. Listen, we don't want any trouble here, and if you don't want any trouble, too, you better leave. <laughs> trouble? Well, I ain't got any trouble in this world. Here, Boys, here. your trouble is just starting. All right. What's your game this time? Game? A game, he calls it. You see how callous are the enemies of the Lord? Old Matthew done said, he that is whole need not a physician, but he that is sick. Oh, what's that got to do with anything? And for Psalms done said, Keep thy tongue from evil, and thy lips from speaking guile. I reckon you never heard that before. <laughs> I reckon you boys would try to brazen this out. So I'd in introduce you to somebody. Mr. Samuel B. Grimes, attorney at law. Uh, Tom, I'm sure. Okay, okay. What's it all about? Uh, I represent Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Samuel Port. Yes, uh, Mr. Samuel Port. Uh, Mr. Samuel Port. You done said that. Now get to the point. Yes, yes. Well, Mr. Port is gravely ill from, uh, from, uh, uh ingesting. Yes, uh, poison, improperly aged alcohol spirits purchased from this establishment. He therefore, yes, uh, serves you this writ of suit, demanding damages of $100,000. <laughs> Plus legal costs. Yes. You nitwit. Your bullet. Take it easy, Jerry. This is just another load of uh, nonsense. Are these men bothering you? Well, howdy, George. Howdy. <laughs> well, Mr. Secret Agent, you know, I got some photographs that your family might like to have. I'll see that they get them. Well, arrest that man. What fur? Yeah, a charmed, I'm sure. Elma, you stupid idiot. Mr. Secret Agent, I think you should know Mr. Elma B. Grimes, attorney at law. A charmed, I'm sure. You should be warned, yes, of your rights. A false arrest is a serious charge, very serious. However, however, you may witness, this is an injunction. The Honorable Marius L. Fulwider, Magistrate of the Municipal Court. Now, this injunction, yes, is issued by an official of the court. It prevents you from distributing, advertising, or selling a product of the uh, Hargrave Distilling Corporation called White Lightning. An injunction. Now, George, you're an officer of the law. You've got to see that this injunction is kept. You know, we've had a potful of complaints. Yes, sir. A potful. As for you, young fella, we've seen too much of you around here. It's going to cost me some money to get some photographs printed and get rid of you, but I, I reckon it's going to be worth it. Old Corinthians then say, evil communications makes bad manners. Now, I done kept my manners, but you've got to admit it. You've been kind of evil around here, right, boy? <laughs> that George? <clears throat> I want you to take this along. In case these boys here 
Start breaking the law. All right, I'll be thanking you, Roscoe. Yes. Now, boys, I'll see you in court. And you better bring along a pile of money, because you're going to need it. Because old Sam Port is mighty, mighty sick. Now, ain't that right, Constance? Uh, yes, he is gravely ill from ingesting improperly aged alcohol spirits. Come on now, Alma, we, we got to be getting. Oh, well, uh, charmed, I'm sure. You know, he ain't quite right, but... <laughs> He's only a lawyer. <laughs> I thought I'd die when Elmer handed them two boys that injunction. Why, I thought that secret agent's eyes go fast right out of his head. <laughs> and then the old Elmer, he was saying, sure, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm not sure it's a good thing the federal government's off. I can pour a lot of money in here finding why, the secret agent's going to pull themselves right into the ground. Why, why they ain't going to bother us as long as we got these here pictures. Why, they ain't going to get in our way. You mean you had these? Still crushed down. <laughs> Wish I had stuff like that. <laughs> you got them all right, boy. I've seen you drive. <laughs> Here's my suggestion. Don't use them. Get word to talk. Let them know if everything goes along quietly. You'll leave well enough alone. Now, see, here, Carter. Thing, hear me don't... out. Hear me out. You can still keep the pressure on. Since the judge is in your hip pocket, let's get somebody else poisoned by that white lightning. That'll start a panic. The whole store might go out of it. <laughs> yeah, boy, I got to admit, you're, you're sure some thinker. <laughs> yeah, and you've got muscles, too, Roscoe. Yeah, you ain't going to use it. Now. Who can we get poisoned by white lightning? Well, beat old beat up Bubba here. He's done got poisoned by white lightning. <laughs> oh, no, you don't, Roscoe. I ain't no victim. Oh, yes, you are. You're sick of that stuff, right? Right? Sick of hell, Roscoe. <laughs> this means you got to get fed and stay there a couple of days. Low safety, sir. And if anybody... Anybody ask you anything at all? Bone? Brown? Tell them to see your lawyer. <laughs> you mean I gotta stay in bed for this day? Alone? Well, maybe we can find somebody to make your misery easier. We don't want him to get uh, <laughs> too uh, itchy. <laughs> yeah, a nurse. A one. One who can. <laughs> So then Carter catches up with his lady and he wants her back and they talk some more and he agrees he's going to quit the moonshining running business uh, so he can still be with her, Uh, you know, because that's important. Yeah. Uh, So then uh, Carter, he shows up to the group and that is our next clip. Well, hello, Carter. I see you brought Miss Goody two shoes along. <laughs> well, how are you? You're looking mighty pretty. You know, old proverbs done say that a jewel of gold in a swine snout is as a fair woman without discretion. <laughs> Carter, dear, you know old Reverend here kind of reminds me of Samson. 
you don't keep this up, you're going to wind up one poor, miserable, henpecked son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, old apocryphal thing. have dominion over you, your work and your toil, and you bring it all to the woman. What's wrong with that, Roscoe? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Boone? Yeah. Wait. You out? I'm out. He says he's out. Hell, he ain't even in yet. <laughs> Why, old Jerry Myers says, the fathers eat of the sour grapes, and the children's teeth are set on edge. <laughs> Mr. Boone, yeah. with the talent you have, it's a shame to waste it all out here. You ought to have your own television show. <laughs> well, well, maybe I ought to. But you know, where there is no vision, people perish. Now, I wouldn't want to have that on my head. Hey, that were a good one, Roscoe. <laughs> Let me give you a good one, Mr. Port. Oh, he stop. He done said. Never trust a friend who deserts you in a pit. Where? Well, now, what does that mean, son? It means you better get back to bed or you're going to get pinched. And not by Elvis. My last advice. I saw a farewell to arms. You better get both those buzzards back to bed. Sam, what are you waiting on? Get on in there and get under them covers. Hell, I ain't taking orders from you, Roscoe. I'll get in there soon enough. Now, Sam, old Samuel says that rebellion is the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is inequity and idolatry. What in the hell's name mixed up mash is that supposed to mean? Beats the hell out of me, Sam, but it's your funeral. You coming? Are you asking or telling me to come, Roscoe? Well, I'm, I'm asking you. Then I'll come. Bye, Sam. All right. Well, then we uh, cut to a bunch of the guys are all getting drunk or stuff like that. And all of a sudden, before we see it, cops start showing up. Like, a lot of them. Like a shit. Uh, and, they, and they start arresting them. And after they uh, start arresting them, Carter goes to warn Boone, and that will be our final clip. Boone! You gotta get the hell out of here. You can't talk to the Reverend like that. Take it easy there, Grady. What are you talking about, Carter? Why, you're as jittery as a flea on a kangaroo. Suburban, suburban Sam's picked up your neck. What? You mean we're, we're all done, boy? What I mean is, if by some miracle, yeah. I can get you out of it. You gotta, you gotta give me your word you'll close down that kill. Well, don't listen to him. He's sided with him. I don't care what you think, Grady. I'm trying to help. Here they come. What's your answer? Well, if you can put oil on the water, I ain't going to set that oil on fire. All right. Arrest me. Help? I've got enough on you and your two cronies to give me a perfect case of fraud. Well, you better get that case cured, boy, or we're going to be in a photographic business. Before you do this, take a look at these. I don't think I'm on Boone's side. But consider this. He's given me his promise. If you lay off, 
Let Bubba and Sam go. You'll close the deal. Who might win in court? He's still got the nation. Okay. You've made your point. You've got a good point, too. Here's a gift. You promise to drop that floor charge. I'll get the negative, boom, and we'll close the deal. Okay. All right. So then the cops leave. And it's all done. But that one dude, Grady, he uh, he's a bit mad that the business is shut down. And he accuses uh, Carter of shutting it down on purpose. He wants to kill him. Uh, then Carter brings up, is that why you killed those two girls? And he admits, yeah, he killed the two girls and Mary Ellen because he thought uh, they were going to go to the police and turn them in. And he couldn't handle that. As he goes to kill and shoot Carter, uh, the preacher uh, stops him. They wrestle for the gun, and then the shotgun goes off, blowing half the guy's head off. Uh, As he lays there, the preacher is sad, and they help drag him away. Roll credits. So, like, the preacher is sad that a murdering bastard shot himself and then was also going to murder somebody else. Yes. And we're all supposed to be mournful that this brutally murdering bastard who beat women to death and or crucified them just for the crime of possibly reporting the brutal gang rave that happened to them. Or moonshining business. But yes. One or the other. Right. Yeah. Mostly those women just wanted to report the brutal gang rapes. Probably. Yeah, which was going to ruin the moonshining business. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, ruin the mood. So, (laughs) yeah. Really fucking gross. Really fucking detestable. Really fucking tasteless. By far the least one I'm going to watch again, for sure. Yeah, no. I mean, I will never watch that again. Yeah, yeah. We can probably come up with a list of all the ones that we've covered and then talk about all of the ones that we will never watch again versus the ones that we will watch again. But this is for sure top of the list of never want to see this ever again. For sure. This is the worst one I've I've watched in this whole series. This is just bad. And, yeah. it, and it's been no cool moments to make you feel good. Nothing. It's just it's all bad from the get go. And it's an hour and 40 ish fucking minutes of it, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's one of the longer ones as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, why don't we rinse the taste out of our mouth and uh, get to a story time, cheer everybody up, and then we'll just move the fuck on with our lives. What do you think? Yes, I agree. All right. So up next, we're going to play Batmobile with Ain't Gonna Drink No More on the Pirate Radio Edit. And then after that, we'll have a story time. That is Batmobile with Ain't Gonna Drink No More. <laughs> quitters. <Oops. laughs> well, tell us a story about how rehab is for quitters, Matt, in our next... Story! 
time. Story time. All right. Story time. First time I ever had moonshine. <laughs> uh, first and last, because I, I would never drink it again, because that shit was terrible. Oh, this I mean, is a mix different it with story. Some shit, and I yeah. bet it would be good. But yeah, you told you this, the last time we told a moonshine story was you talking about your moonshine apple pie moonshine recipe, how you came aboard. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, that's that's kind of fake. This is the first time I had actual real moonshine. Right. But, uh, apple pie moonshine is just made with Everclear, which in, is in a sense this is like actual family made moonshine, not my family. But I went to school out in a very small town in nebraska or for college in a very small town in nebraska around a lot of farm kids and yeah so uh one of the kids came in once and he goes hey dude you want to try something i go sure what's up and he goes it's uh it's it's moonshine my grandfather made i'm like wow yeah let's try it yeah i never knew what moonshine actually was or you know whatever and uh so then before i knew it uh i tried some and i vomited right away (laughs) It was some of the worst shit I ever had in my entire life. It burned through me. I just, oh, it was bad. And it was just as bad coming up, too, as going down. <laughs> okay, so I'm taking it that it wasn't cut. It was just a straight shot. And yeah, it burns yeah. so fucking bad. Oof. It is the fucking worst to do straight shots of uh, Everclear and or any actual moonshine. Yeah, you need yeah. to definitely cut it at least a little bit. Yeah, I put something in that. Yeah. yeah. I've only ever had one type of moonshine that uh, I was able to do a shot of or a quick swig of without having that burning sensation that made me feel like I was going to vomit and die. Yeah. Um, like just that it had just a normal amount of a burning sensation for the amount of alcohol that was there. Not like that immediately tastes so bad I'm going to vomit moonshine. And it was some stuff that my friend had. And uh, I want to tell that story, right? All right, go ahead. All right. This is the story of how on the Slayer Farewell tour when I went with my friends and I, how I smuggled in a giant water bottle filled with moonshine <laughs> into the, the venue for us to party with. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's not going to be good. <laughs> All right. So I forget exactly what the size water bottle was. Let's say it was a 16 ounce was the size water bottle you were allowed to bring into the venue. Had to be able to be proven to have been, that's right, kids, unopened. That's correct. It had to yes. be a sealed water bottle to be able to take it into this venue, I think, for the rules at the time let's just pretend like it is even if it isn't because it's more fun this way all right yeah so my friends and i while smoking and getting high in the parking lot together <gasps> Damn. So terrible. Right before we get to go into the concert, um, it's like just before the very first band is scheduled to start. And my best friend who got the tickets for all of us and wanted us to all go together wants to see the first band that's going to play because it's one of the classic bands that he absolutely loves, which is Testament, by the way. So he's getting irritated at us. Getting high in the parking lot. And uh, trying to figure out a way to... Obviously sneak in this moonshine into the concert. Now, moonshine in its purest and most essentially wonderful form is that's correct kids clear absolutely yes 100 clear looks exactly like water okay yeah it should i very carefully open the 16 ounce water bottle that we have one of the 16 ounce water bottles that we have because uh our ride was nice enough to make sure that we had enough water proceeded to chug all of the water down out of this thing then wipe the rim of the bottle off and when i opened the bottle i actually very carefully pulled the lid off so even the little piece that breaks off like that's supposed to indicate that the 
the bottle has been opened comes off all in one, right? I, I don't know how I did it. It just worked and it just happened. And I look like a badass because I did it on the first try when I said, here, I got this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I have no idea how this worked, but it fucking works. So then uh, we take what's the moonshine bottle or the jar that we have. We very carefully fill up this 16 ounce bottle of water and I seal it. We yeah. still have plenty left over in the jar. So why do it again? I rip the top off of this thing somehow, keep it from being broken open, fill up another water bottle. That's two water bottles filled with this moonshine that my friend brought. Um, and I'm going to beep out his name just in case. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. So that uh, we could smuggle this into the the thing because you're allowed to water, bo- like a water bottle per person that's of this size. Just pretend like it's water. It's going to look like it's sealed. Everything's absolutely going to be fine. Fast forward to we go all the way through the gate and uh, I'm smuggling the rest of the marijuana stuff that was legal for us to have there, but not okay in the concert, I guess. Yeah, uh, well, no, yeah. probably not. I'm smuggling that in and the water we get through security. We are all chilled and sitting and uh, some friends go and buy pops for everybody so that we have something to cut the moonshine with. Meanwhile, my friend... And I are sitting there and he goes, hey, you just want to take a swig of this and give it a shot? I was like, yeah, I'll probably vomit right in front of you, but let's do it. And then I do. And it is the smoothest hit of moonshine that I've ever had, other than the fact that it's like highly alcoholic and burns like a motherfucker like alcohol does. It actually doesn't taste horrible and it doesn't make me feel like I'm going to vomit. It just really fucking burns and has that aftertaste burn of like hard liquor, like you would get from like Bacardi 151 and stuff and the high proofs. Yeah, it was like super tasty. And I'm like, oh my gosh, why are we cutting this? And then that one swig of the, uh, moonshine that I took instantly made me feel drunk as fuck after I let it the burning sensation went away and I went oh yeah that's why we're cutting this because <laughs> <laughs> I'm now hammered after one drink <laughs> and so we proceeded to divvy up uh, between the two water bottles and the soda that we got picked up we uh, divvied out mixed drinks of uh, epic proportions uh, to have for the rest of the day for the Slayer going away uh, show that we were all there because my friend uh, was nice enough to pay for all of us to go just because, you know, he's a good dude. There we go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> nice. That's the most recent time that I've had moonshine, by the way. Moonshine. Yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and end this bullshit. We're done talking yeah. about Moonshine, yes. and uh, we've we've done our bit to try and cheer everybody up. We're going to play the Ending Legion promo, and then after that, we're going to have George Thorogood with If You Don't Start Drinking, sometimes like in country songs, in parentheses, I'm going to leave right after this. If you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema PsyOps, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcasts, Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Ming Power Hour, Hello This Is The Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju From Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Metal Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by The Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like The 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.
Oh, George Thorogood, writing anthems to toxicity and bad behavior the world over. Of course. Is there anything else that George Thorogood does? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that that's a part of life that he is celebrating for all of us, for sure. Pretty much. <laughs> Besides being an insufferable asshat, from what I hear, but, you know. Oh, really? A boomer is an insufferable asshat? What? I know, it's, it's so hard to believe that... <laughs> Well, if you'd like to find the previous 413 instances where we have bagged on boomers, George Thoroughgood, or anyone that is in a generation that came before us, that's all available. Legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast. Yeah. I mean, because they're going to be a lot of times where we we make fun of boomers fuck my brain is fucked today well if you'd like to reach out in the legion discord chat to ask me questions about matt's current behavior and whether or not we should be concerned that he has some kind of a brain tumor because of how fucked his brain is that is legion discord chat where you can reach out to me about that very morbid subject that i should not have even brought up we should take bets (laughs) like over under do i have a tumor or, or just early onset dementia. Could be one of the two. <laughs> or early onset Alzheimer's that's brought about by alcoholism. That, that that too. That too. I mean, it's all it's all there, folks. It's all there for the taking. <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like to stop thinking about the horrific things that may be happening to Matt and think about the wonderful things that make you laugh in our memes, you can check out our Instagram <laughs> meme repository of cinema underscore psyops. <laughs> for some reason, I think the memes are going to turn into really bummer memes about me having early onset Alzheimer's because of my drinking <laughs> problem. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, if you'd like to have that discussion and or try to find the memes in another location, they're shared to Facebook's page of Cinema Psyops, then to the group of Cinema psyops and then also my main page of court psyops there on facebook and i'm really regretting getting matt talking about such dark subjects before i try to close out the show <laughs> i mean yeah you know what yeah make memes of puppies guys puppies and kittens and no no don't make a meme about a puppy and a kitten and be like ah, oh, and then have some dark ass shit about me having tumors now that i've said it you're probably gonna do it but i'm just saying you shouldn't while you're out there trying to develop a template that features puppies, kittens, and Matt having tumors, kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. <laughs>
Okay. Hello? Can you hear me? That's my fucking mic was mute. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it happens, dude. It's no biggie. Um, I'm getting the uh, song levels kind of set right now. All right. Kind of like eyeballing them and just dropping them down to a decent enough level. I got the first show ready to go. I'll just have to take some time to set up the second show's clips and everything And uh, before we do that. But I'm ready to rock and roll. You're on your phone again. I'm taking it. Yeah. All right. No problem. Recording in progress. All right. We are now currently recording and go ahead and just give me a three, two, one. Right. Three, two, one. I heard a little clap that time at least. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you do you do talk directly into the end of the mic, like the very, very round cylinder end, like the mic in the studio, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure, because that mic looks, right. it looks like the kind that you talk the other way, and I just wanted to make sure, because... Oh, no, I talk into the end, because I have the, 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 the mesh thing over it, or the, you know, the, the covering. Yeah, the, the filter. The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. That ought to help uh, cut down on plosives and then also just the boominess of your voice. All right, here we go with uh, You're Up First, unfortunately, and uh, episode <laughs> 414. I forget the fucking name of the movie already. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this, stuff, will this kill stuff will kill you. Yeah, yeah. Let's just get this over with. Here we go. And I'm probably going to use the restroom while this happens. It's only five minutes now. It's not as long. Just FYI, but go ahead. Uh, I'll still have time. And, uh, I'm sorry, hold on. I got lost here. All right, anyway. So, see here. Oh, man. All right. So now the guys, uh, the, the guy, uh, fucking Jesus Christ, man. Get your brain together. One, two, three. All right. Hello? I'm still here. Go ahead. I was, okay. I was waiting for you to kick back into your review. I'm sorry. All right. Oh, no, not a problem. Uh, all right. All right. Fix that shit in post. Three, two, one. Going to be a lot of. Uh, times where you're going to see a lot of people. Fuck, my brain is fucked today. they're trying to develop a template that features puppies, kittens, and Matt having tumors. Kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. <laughs> nice. Fuck, I really need to take a break and go to the bathroom before our next recording. Let's do it. Recording stopped.